Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm your host, Efren Jr., and today we pulled Don't Make Me Come to Vegas. I agree. You know, I agree with Tori Amos a lot of the time. I agree with her a lot of the time. I mean, she helped to shape my worldview. So therefore, like, how can the daughter go against the mother? You can't do that. I agree with most of the things that she says. But I certainly agree with don't make me come to Vegas. Because if anyone, no, if anyone made me go to Vegas, I would be really upset. Vegas there's a lot in Vegas for me. Vegas is hot. I remember live. I lived in Vegas for almost two years, and I remember the first January that I was there. It was a couple months after I had moved, and it was hot. It was like a, over a hundred degrees in the middle of January. I I thought I am not. I am not cut out for this. I have a delicate constitution. I am of an alabaster complexion. I can't do this. So, and I hate to sweat. You know how I feel about sweating. So, um, luckily it's a dry heat, but... Even the fact that I said that makes me want to vomit in my own mouth. Uh, Sorry. Hi, good morning. Happy Monday. I hope that your life is going well. I hope that your week has gone even better than that. And I don't know if you know, but we released an episode yesterday called May Ray. It's our first full song episode back this year. And it's really exciting. I was really proud of it. You can check that out on our Patreon feed if you're already a patron, or it'll come out probably in a, maybe like a, at Christmas time, maybe on the main feed. We'll see. We'll see about when. It will eventually come out to the main feed because we don't like to gatekeep. All the songs will make it to the main feed. But if you want to hear it now, it's on Patreon. So become a supporter today. And if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. We pulled Don't Make Me Come to Vegas, and I agree with her. I hate Las Vegas for the heat. There's, I have family there, and that's lovely. It's the only reason I would ever go to Vegas is that I have family there. It's not even my idea of a great vacation because there's a lot of like, you lose a lot of money. <laughs> you just have a debaucherous time. But what I want to get into is the idea that Tori says, don't make me come to Vegas, but she goes anyway, right? In the the narrative of Scarlet's Walk, the album, she ends up going to Vegas. So even though she doesn't want to go to Vegas, the person that she's telling, don't make me come to Vegas because I will do it. I will, I will do things that I don't want to do to save you. Like I would even go to Las Vegas for you, which is a big deal. So Don't make me come to Vegas. Don't make me pull you out of his bed. Don't make me do it. I am vigilant that it will not be you on the menu he's serving up for his friends. Don't make me come to Vegas. Don't make me pull him out of your head. Athena will attest that it could be done and it has been done. And I think that I am up for it. So what we will do for our friends, that's what I want to talk about today. What we will do for our friendship, the power of friendship, your chosen family, the community that you build around you. I don't know if it's, you know, maybe because I grew when I was growing up, I felt really estranged from my family, partially because I, you know, I realized I was realizing I was gay. I was coming to terms with the fact that I was different. She was different. And I was able to be more of myself and share more of like my truth, like my truthful thoughts, you know, with the people that were my friends at the time. There were people my age and I was able to share my authentic self with these people. And I think that opened me up to the idea of like a chosen family and how you may not be blood relatives, you may not be of the same kin, but that you can feel so much more in union with people 
regardless of, you know, if you're related or not. And I felt all my whole life, like I've had very, very close friendships with people. I've had very strong, close connections with people that are my friends. And I feel like there's so many people who, if I had to, I would go to Vegas for, if you know what I mean. I would go to the ends of the earth, Las Vegas, for these people to pull them out of the bed of someone that's doing them wrong. If I have to do it, I will. And I think that that is one of the kindest, greatest, strongest professments, professions, professments, professions of love. I think that's one of the greatest things that you can really manifest is these pure friendships where you care so deeply about a person that you are willing to go to the ends of the earth for them. And I would like to talk today in particular about one such person. I'll talk about a few, but in particular, one such person is David Nadine Anderson, who I'm recording this on Sunday, January 21st, and we've spent all day recording <laughs> recording our little program, Drive All Night, you may have heard of it. We've decided that Sunday is now our normal recording day, so we've spent all day recording and just like chit-chatting and catching up, shooting the breeze, and it was a lot of fun. We had a technical error that made my end, it was my fault, I lost an hour worth of recording, but that's it wasn't my fault cosmically, but it was... The problem was on my end. So the fingers can be pointed to me. All blame can be laid at my door. When I was in college, I wanted to be a stage manager. And this was before I decided I was going to be a director. When I was in high school, too, I thought I was going to be a stage manager. And one of the earliest things someone told me is that you're responsible for everything. If, if something doesn't go right, it's because it can always go back to the stage manager, which Let's take a step back. Now, as an adult, we can take a step back and say, you know what? I didn't need to absorb all of the guilt and the blame for every single department on every single show that I ever did. I didn't need to absorb all that. But I did. It's what I did. It's how I lived my life. It's still to this day how I lived my life. So even though the problem was not my fault, it still was on my end. And so it was my fault. And as the producer of the program, I it is my fault. So... Anyhow, after we were, had recorded this wonderful, you know, longer than an hour, just wonderful section. And I was like, oh, everything, we were firing on all cylinders. Everything was going good. I looked over to my monitor. And I was like, oh, oh, I haven't been recording for over an hour. And it was not my fault. The reason why it stopped is not my fault. But it, the fact that I didn't notice it is my fault. So anyway, we had to redo it. David was so gracious about it. He's like, yeah, girl, I'll go to Vegas. You know, you know I would go to Vegas if I could. And I did. So anyway, it's joyful. It's joyful. I feel great to be in a place of joy. I hope that you're in a place of joy. And today, I think, is about honoring your friendships, honoring your chosen family. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying take out a piece of paper and write a list and rank them in your pre order of preference. <laughs> I'm not saying that. And, you know, there was always, you know how I'm, I can be pretty black and white. And so when people would be like, I have two best friends. Well, isn't that great for you? The rest of us are following rules here and you get to have two best friends. But now on every single episode of Drive All Night, when I'm asked to choose my favorite singular line in the song, I can't wrap my head around just one. I like them all. So anyway, well, fine, we can all be besties, but most importantly, just be there for your friends. And if someone's acting a little different, maybe check in and maybe like, I don't know, not everyone is having the best time. Not everyone is having even a good time. So I know from having put myself in, those, in that position in numerous occasions in my life, how 
important it is and how touched I can feel if someone out of the blue reaches out to me and just says like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hope you're well. Fill me in on your life. What have you been up to? Honestly, like honestly, that gesture is really, really meaningful to me. And so I try, I try to do that for people. Um, and I encourage you this week as you're going through your week, especially your day, to just text a few people that you haven't talked to in a while. I always say that, but it's because the jacaranda tree is telling me of the trouble you're in just by the way that she bends. You know, I can feel it. And there's a couple people out there in this community who I can feel, you know, I can feel something. I'm sure you're the same too, but time can go by so slowly, but it can go by so fast too, to the point where it's like almost the end of January. I just paid December's rent. Then I paid January's rent. Now I got to pay February's rent and I want a discount. Let's talk about that. There's only 28 days in that girl. Oh wait, 29. It's a leap year. It's a leap year. I forgot. Every year that a president is elected in this country, we, we add a day as if it weren't already fucking long enough. We add a whole other day. Because time goes by so fast, you know, it's easy to lose sight of just the personal connections, especially if it's someone who's not in your town. I think the song is for a friend who's far away, who's on her own path somewhere else. And Scarlett checks in with her. Don't make me do it. I will do it. And I think that this song and this moment from the bag is about checking in with the people that are far away because everything can happen. Anything can happen and everything can happen so fast. And I'm not trying to be glib, but everything and anything can change so fast. It can just really throw you for something. And I'm not trying to bring everybody down on a Monday morning. Last week, we lost a few musicians, a couple of musicians in the sort of electronic music scene, a couple of LA people, Luis Vasquez, and who performed with Soft Moon, and a DJ named Silent Servant and his wife, all three passed away. Cause of death, not important. The fact is, is that a person that you care about can be here or a person that you, that touches you can be here and then suddenly not be here. And that is all that matters is being a, a, a vessel for each other being, you know, me and David were talking about the song, the waitress. And I said, like, I don't, I don't believe there ever was a waitress. I believe like in the buffet of life, I'll, you'll hear this in a future episode if you listen to those shows, but in the buffet of life, we're all just filling our plates and then there's you know, the waitress, the waitresses are the people, I don't know, I don't believe it's a real waitress, but like the waitresses being every woman. So we're all vessels and we're all waitresses for each other. We're all kind of bumping in and out of each other's lives, kind of just offering what we can, bringing a soda, bringing a napkin, clearing your plate. You know, we're all just kind of like ants almost. And so if the reason you're bumping into my table is to offer me kindness and love. Like, that's the best reason. There's no reason that we should be bumping into each other's tables. Otherwise, I think we're too old at this point. Everybody's too old. And I regret my whole life. I regret every moment that I ever brought, you know, I don't know, flat soda to someone's table. Or they ordered Sprite and I got them diet. Or they ordered coffee and I brought decaf. Any, or, or they wanted decaf. They wanted someone chill. And I brought like double calf. To the table, you know, I regret all that. Now, looking back on it, I wish I had always just brought love and napkins. <laughs> I would just wait, I just wanted to have brought napkins. I heard about these musicians who passed away, and I was familiar with Silent Servant because he's a DJ. It happened right around the corner from my house, it was really, really upsetting. And of course, it made me think I don't know if you recall the Ghost Ship party. Ghost Ship was like an illegal artist, it was like an artist loft in San Francisco or in Oakland that was run. It was meant to be a warehouse 
but because of like really drastic rent increases and like the fact that it's impossible to find affordable housing, the guy that ran it had converted it into a bunch, a series of like 20 artists lofts. And this was like in 2016. And there was a Golden Donna show for the 100% Silk label. They were doing like a record release party show, like a tour. And there was about 100 people there. And then the whole building caught on fire. And it was mostly artists. It was all essentially all artists, mostly musicians in the the Oakland scene and lost a lot of amazing talent. And when it was like the deadliest fire to have hit the United States in a really long time. And it, it, it just hearing about these two musicians who meant a lot to a lot of people, especially a lot of queer people, especially a lot of underground queer people, especially a lot of younger queer people. Hearing about these musicians that have passed away, I could only think about Ghost Ship and some of the incredible talent that was lost there and how... If I have to go to Vegas, if all I have to do is get to Vegas and then I can pull you out of someone's bed or put you, help you get right with where you need to be or just be there to hear you or be there to listen, you know, the metaphorical Vegas, then I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it because it's been done for me in the past. I'm alive because of it. I'm healthy and happy relatively because of it i'm relatively happy and that's great i'm happy i have a little i have a little calendar i told you i mark a little heart every day that it goes well and every day has gone well so far i'm happy so i hope that i could be that sort of beacon or sort of friend that kind of friend for someone and that's what i think the bag is saying is to be that friend for somebody or just to listen maybe reach out if you have the capacity to handle, if you have the capacity to be there for someone, then I think we should do it. I think you should do it. I think it makes you a better human being, a better waitress. <laughs> you get a fatter tip at the end. So I really want to, I have wonderful songs. <laughs> I have amazing, I have an amazing song list lined up for New Music Monday. And I really want you to listen to it always. But if you never have before, and if you never will again, I really want you to listen to this week, especially the last song, which was the first single off of Silent Servant's new album. It came, the single just was released and the album hasn't even come out yet. And he is one of the musicians that passed away at the Electric Lofts. Uh, on last week, I think it was Wednesday, Thursday. So my God, life is so short. Life is so precious. I always, I had this like weird neuroses that I am always afraid I'm losing my voice. Whenever I wake up and I'm like a little raspy, a little morning throaty, you know, I'm like, oh my God, this is it for me. I'm going to lose, not only will I lose my voice, I have, by the time I even walk from my bedroom into my kitchen to get my coffee, to make a coffee, if I am drinking coffee that period of my life, which I am. And so if by the time I even get to the kitchen, I've already played out the scenario. I've lost my voice. That means I can no longer do my podcast, which means that I will forever be haunted. My legacy will be that I didn't finish the one thing I set out to do, which is every Tori Amos song in the catalog, talk about it. I didn't finish that goal. I'm not going to, I don't believe in heaven, but like then I could, I could take that further. I'm not going to get into heaven because I have all, I will have lied to the people and my greatest legacy will be, have been a lie. And then I make my coffee and everything's fine in the long run. <laughs> Everything ends up fine, but everything can, I mean, you can't control anything and anything can happen. So what you can control, I think is your reaction to things and the way you treat people 
And that's all that we got. So that's all I have to say. I hope your week goes amazingly well. I'm going to get, I'm going to skedaddle. I guess I'll skedaddle. Oh, I don't have pink eye anymore. Did I tell you that? I don't have pink eye anymore. Thank God. I did go to the, the, not the emergency room, the ER. Oh my God. Check this out. I went to the ER. No, not the ER. I mean, the urgent care. That's what I meant. I went to urgent care and they, I checked in, I sat down and they pulled me in the back. And then she was like, <laughs> I'm not joking. This, I wish I was exaggerating. She was like, okay, let's take you out to read this eye chart. And I said, well, I couldn't have done that before. It has nothing to do with the pink eye. Like uh, my eyesight is really bad. And she's like, well, we, anything eye related, we always need to start with like whatever. So she's like, okay, stand here on the feet. And I stood on the feet and she's like, okay, read me line six. And I was like, <laughs> nope. And she was like, okay, how about line five? I'm like, eh, how about line three t-f-o-z and she's like what okay why try the other eye and then it was it ended up being wrong i was wrong so i was like oh it's like p-g-o-z and then she was like well do you want to try it with your glasses and i was like i don't wear glasses ma'am and she just like looked at me i i I could see through the fog. I could see through the fog that she was judging me. But I was like, ma'am, this world is trash. Why would I want to see it? Why would I, I have to live it? Do I have to also look at it? No, it is trash. Garbage. So <laughs> what do you want from me? And then also, this was like this before. This has nothing to do with my pink eye. So anyway, she spotted my eye with like some orange iodine or whatever i don't know so that she could see if it was scratched which it wasn't and then she determined it was just a cute little smoky pink eye and then she set me on my way with some free drug this called um it's called oh i can't read this it's called polynicine polynicine sulfite and trinethoferine ophthalmolic solution and then you put one drop of it in your eye every three hours but i've been putting uh, two drops because you know one drop just doesn't feel like enough i have a big i have big fat eyes <laughs> so you know i just have put two drops who cares who cares i don't need judgment in this arena i'm fine one drop is good but two drops is better i listen to more by madonna one is fun why not two and if you like two you might as well have four so but i would never do that because i don't like putting things in my eye anyway I hope you have a nice life. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.
to the fountain Or take a seat by the door Because it's a counterfeit kind of miserable Combine expectation with cynical
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.